Hello everybody and welcome to the Technical Area, your weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me, your host, Gaffer Gamer, once again. You've seen me twice, well, hearing me twice this week, as promised, the catch-up episode is here, and in typical GG fashion, it comes late. It's been a week of disasters, week beginning on Monday, well, not even Monday, Last Saturday, when the mirror of the bathroom cabinet falls out on Mrs. Gigi and smashes, bathroom cabinet needs replacing. Monday evening on a charity run, yours truly trips over some broken curbing, ending him up in A&E, having his knee examined, fortunately no fracture, just some tissue damage, and then... Gets home from A&E, cooks himself some lunch, and manages to burn three of the five fingers, quite quite badly actually, on my right hand. So any sort of football manager session went truly out the window, as many of you may have seen. My hand spent all of yesterday evening in a basin of water, or tub of water, trying to ease the pain of the burn. Fortunately... With uh, plenty of blistered, blistered burn gels and blister plasters and this, that and the other. I was able to squeeze some FM time in before I pressed record today. So while I was celebrating the return to competitive football on the last podcast today, it's a celebration of the fact that I'm nearly at the end of September 2021. And things have gone pretty well, if you've been following the Twitter threads from the couch. You've seen we've been playing pretty well. We've gotten some pretty good results. Scored some great goals as well. And um, one of the the big gripes and the big issues I'm having though is the fact we're constantly leaking goals. I think after six games we'd scored eleven, conceded eight. Uh, we did keep a clean sheet in a game after that against uh, NEC Nijmegen. Wasn't a fantastic performance, if truth be told, there against a team that's winless since the start of the season. But still, we got the three points there. Uh, again, leaked the stupid goal then against Pex Vola. Um, ball coming from a, a true ball, but behind my left wing back, outside of my left sided centre back. And the midfielder who moved into that half space finished with absolute aplomb. And I do have to take the blame for that because I did leave my left wing back on as a complete wing back rather than dropping to the wing back to try and keep things tight and see out the win, a 3-0 win. But, you know, lessons learned certainly from moving forward. Next up for us is Ajax. And then we go into the September-October international break. Not overly optimistic. Ajax have only conceded twice all season so far and this. They're the only team to have scored more than us. So it would give you some sense of optimism that maybe, you know, our good attacking play could certainly threaten and worry Ajax. But the fact they've scored the most goals and conceded the least, it does, and we're having some defensive concerns, it does beg, um, you know, that the inevitable is now. But it is football manager. We've all seen those 1-0 wins coming from the most battered team. So maybe, maybe. We can do something like that to the mighty Ajax. One of the big 
approaches I've had to football manager this year is that I've wanted to change how I do things. I've been very settled in my ways with 4-3-3 since FM16 really. Before that in the early FM kind of the Rafa Benitez kind of era at Liverpool it was 4-2-3-1 and I think a lot of people were playing 4-2-3-1 at the time. Last year I did try and push out the um you know push the boat out try and you know try different tactics try different philosophies. The initial plan was to play a Tata Martino inspired in a 3-4-3 with Atlanta United but that fell flat on its face. 4-4-2 was a success story at Valencia but it only lasted a season there and then after that everything kind of just spiralled out of control so when I've, I haven't really had the experience of moving past the the uh, 4-3-3 I haven't had the time I haven't had the luxury so this year I've made a very you know deliberate movement to get away from 4-3-3 to look at other shapes and when Utrecht were the team I selected I kind of I followed them on live score app I get the team selections when they come out and every week I see Utrecht line up in a 4-2-3-1 a shape that I think a lot of us have familiarity with so it was one that I did want to go and um you know begin my time with them and then slowly move away you know see which shape would be best for me to move away with truth be told I didn't know what shape what way I'd want to move things about I knew I didn't know I kind of wanted to play some sort of possession style of football but again not a hundred percent sure what way it is I wanted to go and it was only for reading a chapter on English pragmatism in inverting the pyramid again that I think was the piece on Sir Alf Ramsey when football was going to move into the 4-2-4 shape uh, ahead of 1966's World Cup that a point really jumped out to me and it was that when you're playing against a back four that wingers didn't really seem you know you wouldn't have the effect of wingers that you'd, you'd want that back fours would be set up to deal with the situation and as someone who like that in four three three, a lot of us I know myself included, we can all put our hats on the fact that we might necessarily all play wingers. There might be one winger in the systems, but more often than not, we've gotten to the era of the inverted, whether it was the in, kind of the inside or inverted forward, or the inverted winger. We've moved away from this traditional winger, and that the fullbacks or wingbacks provide the width for teams now. And especially then given the growth factor of football managed to include wide centre-backs this year, something I have experimented with, but moved back away from that. When playing the 4-2-3-1 initially with Utrecht, although I have an abundance of very talented wide players, every team I'm playing plays 4-2-3-1 or some variation of a 4-5-1 Four three three shape, you know, and if I line up in a four two three one, the opposition I line up in a four two three one or a four. In the case, I think it was a Pexvola or RKC. Well, like there was a four two 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 four two 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 one shape 
I think it was. Every team was playing the same. So the thing I wanted to do was move away from 4-3-3, move away from 4-2-3-1 even, and even move away totally from a 4-at-the-back system. And I've landed on a 3-4-3-3-5-2 kind of formations, kind of alternate between one and the other depending on who I'm playing or my home or away. But the principles, the philosophy undermining the shapes, I wanted to stay the same. So whether I'm playing a bit deeper, a bit more compact, I'm playing against a you know, a superior opponent, in case like Ajax or Feyenoord or PSV, or if I'm playing against a more inferior opponent, maybe along the likes of, you know, in, in, in the case of say in, in the last games we've we've played where we we've been the favourites going in. Having kind of two shapes I can move between it, but with a philosophy on it, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I, it's a philosophy I wanted to stick to. But the fact that we've had our early struggles, we haven't looked too great initially, has had me question, do I stick to my principles, do I stick to my guns, or do I change tact, do I throw everything out the window, and do I try reinvent myself, reinvent what I'm doing in order to fit in with the players, with the style, to try and make the most of what I have. And I suppose it's been a funny conversation, kind of, you think of in Ireland especially, um, over the last number of months with changing principles and throwing things out the window because under the new international manager to Stephen Kenny, Ireland are now looking to play this more technical and progressive style of football, which, to be fair, the country has been building towards for years now since the appointment of a, a Dutch coach, Ruud Dutker, to the FAI. Kenny is trying to really reshape the fact that under the, the previous man, managerial regimes of Trapattoni, of uh, Martin O'Neill, and even to an extent under Mick McCarthy second time, although McCarthy second time there was a bit more progressive football played at times, Ireland found success and reached the European Championships in 2012, the European Championships in 2016, and then playoff games in qualifying campaigns by being almost kind of like the Stoke or the Burnley of international football, with no real standout kind of elite calibre players that, you know, other countries nearby might be producing. It's like you look at Wales with Bale and Aaron Ramsey, um, or, you know, you look at some of the, 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 the calibre in other nations across Europe. Ireland's success has been through organisation, through this dogged determination. And moving away from this compactness, which has gotten us results, to moving into a more expansive football-based style. And even the fact that we've, you know, you're looking at some of the same players continuing. And then, of course, the fact that you're uh, immersing new players into this culture, uh, especially players who worked at Stephen Kenny at under-21 level. It's a real reshaping of Irish football, what we're going under. And the qualifying campaign we've just gone through under Stephen Kenny. You know, it it it's it there's a lot of pressure and there were questions being asked of whether Kenny's contract would be continued because of the fact like that we we were so poor. You know, we, we lost at home one 0 to Luxembourg, didn't look like playing well, it didn't look like scoring, and it was the same in many of the other games, but we were really out of our depth almost. And then kind of the last two, three qualif uh 
international windows, so September, October, November windows, the, the feeling has started to change. And I suppose the fact that Ireland have finished with the, the 3-0 high of beating Luxembourg away last week and fought with the nil all draw in Portugal last Thursday as well on top of it. The feeling around Kenny's tenure has now changed because we are now starting to see that by sticking to his principles to a to, a, to an extent really, what Kenny has wanted to happen is finally happening. Things have changed. The shape has changed. We're now playing a, a 3-4, 3 5 really. You know, we've made the switch to 3 at the back. Seamus Coleman has become a centre-back with uh, Matt Doherty as a right wing-back. So we've, we're starting to solve the conundrum and put into place the, you know, one of the ideas that were put forward for many years, the fact that Ireland had Matt Doherty and Seamus Coleman both playing to such high standards in Premier League over recent years. But Kenny has stuck to his principles and we're now starting to see how things are growing and going under his management. At international level, it's an awful lot more challenging. At international level, redefining a culture and a nation's style of football and having the results suffer and questions be raised. Because of the significant gaps between time squads meet up, because of the fact the squad is never the same when it meets up really, at international level there's always different players available. And then on top of that, then, you know, there's the reducement of training time you really have. What Kenny is trying to do is really a marathon task. And one which, you know, the fact that most, the majority of our players, if not all of our players, aren't based abroad. Bringing it all together under his tenureship and the fact that the League of Ireland isn't really a league where the, the culture is evident either fully at the moment. It means that what Kenny's doing and has done is huge, it's significant, and when it continues, we'll have to wait and see. But if Kenny was to be in charge of, you know, like, like you suppose he had great success in Ireland with Dundalk getting to the Europa League group stages, the culture of the style of football at the club, it permeated all the way down, and the success brought more money into the club with new ownership, and, well, you know, the locals here now are starting to rejoice, the fact the ownership may change. The culture Kenny was able to bring in by sticking to his principles brought success to the club and it's a case of since he has left, has left many questions over how the principles at a club continue. And I was having the kind of the same dilemma with Utrecht at some point yesterday and on Tuesday, on Wednesday. And it was the reason that, you know, after the success of Ireland and myself experiencing these questions, um, my own save, I felt it was a very appropriate topic of the week, saying that if your project is struggling uh, as you stick to your principles, do you stick to them? Do you keep going or do you change tack? And the fact it was a 50-50 split is very eye-opening. That the voters out there are in this kind of place where it's 50% yes, 50% no. And, you know, you change, you change things, you do everything or you stick to it. it it's really eye-opening. But now that I've kind of gotten through that sticky period of Tuesday, Wednesday time, in that in my save and the the couple of games I managed to play today, I've seen that little kind of line of commentary. Yeah, Utrecht's playing brilliant stuff. The pass combinations I'm seeing are increasing as I make subtle tweaks to to team instructions, subtle tweaks to player roles, subtle tweaks to even player selections. You know, and how I use the personalized player roles as well. 
the performances are really improving. I've kind of found the rhythm and the flow to games. We're starting to look like we're a bit more threatening. I think we're the f- we've had the most shots and we're the best efficient shooters in the Eredivisie at the moment going into this game, which is a massive, massive deal knowing that the club has a vision of playing attacking football. It's something I've wanted to bring in. You might think playing three at the back might necessarily mean over-attacking football with connotations with wing-backs. That is it a five or is it a three? But overall, by sticking to my principles, making subtle tweaks, not wholesale tweaks, but subtle tweaks, has seen things drastically and dramatically prove game on game for me. As the players get used to me, I'm trying to tailor the training sessions really appropriately to what it is I'm doing. You know, by having training sessions that say attack with the overlap, uh, retain possession, doing a lot of chance creating, chance conversion sessions. Defensively now, I'm going to have to look into sessions of how we defend across as a team. And like it, from engaged to disengaged aerial ground defence. I'm going to have to look into all that now in the next time I load up. But sticking to the principles, making subtle tweaks, like maybe reducing the tempo slightly, maybe dropping the defensive line, as so many helpful people suggested doing on Twitter. Uh, switching from a wide centre-back just to a ball-playing centre-back. Subtle tweaks in this, where the system does change and it does alter, but the philosophy doesn't. I want my defenders to be comfortable ball-playing defenders. And just because they're not wide centre-backs doesn't mean... They're not going to be that. They're not no-nonsense. It's not a dramatic shift in that sense. One of the big things as well that's helped is versatility. And I've been massively helped with versatile players in the squad. Players um, who are comfortable and capable of playing in multiple positions and in multiple roles and have the attributes to perform even in roles they don't play in yet. This Utrecht squad has many young players and the young Utrecht, Utrecht B-side and then the under-18s Again, full of so many talented young players that can be shaped into the system that it is I want to play. I can see myself now sticking with these 3-4-3, 3-5-2 systems all the way through FM22 now. That I found the shape and I found the philosophy. And now that making subtle changes will come through traits, will come through player roles, will come through signings. And young players that come, that come up through the ranks. It's a challenge and it's been difficult and... It's not easy to see your side conceding goals. It's not easy to see your side drawing games you should have won or losing games that a draw would have even been a fair result. Um, sticking to what has been a challenge. But knowing that by sticking to your principles doesn't mean subtle tweaks don't happen. I think that's the biggest piece of advice I can give you now going into your weekend FM sessions. That if you have a specific style, a specific philosophy it is you want to play, Making subtle tweaks won't necessarily change that. But it might take these necessary subtle tweaks to improve the quality of the play your side is producing, the quality of performances. And by paying particular close attention to player roles, by playing particular and how they might combine together, by playing particular attention to the training sessions it is you're assigned, you're not leaving to your assistant, you can make subtle changes that it might take like me nearly 10 games into the year of the busy season to actually see manifest, to actually see come about. But nonetheless, it'll put you in a place where 
you've done that initial early work to grunt work you've laid the foundations and that now that you're seeing the reward of your hard work you have a place to grow so i'm going to leave you there with that little piece of advice while the community might be split i really am not now i know sticking to your principles stick to your guns know what it is you want to do don't be afraid to make small changes and experiment that's the best piece of advice i suppose i can give you going into this weekend so until i talk to you again next week thank you for listening stay safe and keep an eye out for the polls and all that stuff coming up in the next week talk to you then bye now